Industry Pros podcast on their new series for landscape business owner financials. I'm your host, William Eastman, Senior Consultant with the Remark Group and Managing Partner at GrowthWorks Media. And you are currently on our SoundCloud platform. Today's show is number 13. It is GIP 13 if you're tracking it. And it's our first article in a series of 11 on what every business owner should know, especially in the landscape business about their company financials. Today's show is sponsored, obviously, by Green Industry Pros Magazine. That's greenindustrypros.com. If you're not a member, please go to the website and subscribe, and you can find a series of articles, in fact, going back several years. And um, it's, a great, it's a great resource for helping you grow your landscape company. Okay, so let's rock and roll. Let me, let me do an overview of today's show and what we're going to do. This is the first of a series of 11 shows uh, on the financials of running a landscape business. We are, we are going to treat you as if you are not financial experts, nor are we going to try to turn you into them. Um, I, both my partner, Stephen Cohen, who is the owner of Greenmark Consulting Group, as well as owner of uh, several landscape companies, neither of us are financial gurus. However, we're business owners who understand the financials and know how to read the statements and know how to increase profitability of our companies. So we're going to bring that perspective to this, not something theoretical. And so where I'm going to start is I'm going to give you kind of a sense of what's going to happen over the next 11 articles. Then I'm going to drill down on some basics and I'm going to close on the same topic. So today's show is an overview and we're going to cover um, all of the 11 shows here in terms of what, of what the topics are, as well as give you some basics um, that you're going to need for each show. And then number two, what I'm going to do is I'm going to then say, take those basics and break those down and say, okay, three things, three statements you should be looking at every month and how to read them and what they ought to be telling you. And then finally, we'll close with a, another review of the courses. This is show one. Show two, which will be our next article. And what happens here is we, have, we write a companion article to every podcast. So you can read it listen to podcasts, and obviously on the podcast you'll get a little bit more than we can write because we're constrained by basically someplace between 600 and 650 words. Uh, next article is staying profitable. Third article is going to be on invoicing and accounting. The fourth article is going to be on budgeting. The fifth article is going to be on payment systems. The sixth article is going to be on getting a loan or loans. The seventh article is going to be on equipment and leasing. The eighth article is going to be on taxes. The ninth article is going to be on insurance. Article 10 is going to be on forecasting. And we've got it at the end because you need all this other information to forecast. And finally, we're going to close at Article 11, which is something that I just added in, and that is on understanding the real numbers. How do you really compute return on investment? All right, so those are the articles. Let me go back to the basics. Now, here is my premise. My premise is this. I've worked with enough landscape owners over the last couple of years to know that everybody knows a little bit about financials, but also understand that nobody knows a great deal. And what we do is we rely upon financial experts to kind of help us out. Nothing wrong with that except that sometimes we are transferring our responsibility to the business of somebody else, and we can't do that. And so what I'm going to do here is say there are really three documents that are essential to look at every month and to understand how they work. 
I'm going to put a plug in for accountants. If you don't have an accountant, I heartily recommend you get one so they can do this and you get somebody to ask questions of. I'm going to heartily recommend that if you're not on an accounting system and you don't have an accountant, you get on something like QuickBooks because these type of reports or statements that we're going to cover are things that you can get it to manufacture. All right. Now I put my plug in for that is three statements, a monthly balance statement, a monthly income statement, sometimes known as a profit and loss statement, and a monthly cash flow statement. Those three things will tell you most everything you need to know about the business. And if it doesn't answer the question, it will point to where you should look. So let's take the monthly balance sheet or balance statement. And what is that? Well, a balance statement is something that's produced every month, and it's a snapshot in time. So in other words, if we close the month out on the last day, let's say on November 30th is the last day of November, when we close it out, then the balance statement for November started on November 1st, ended on the 30th. The balance statement for December started on the 1st of December and, and ended on the 31st. And what it is, it gives you the company's financial position at the end of every month. So if we took these snapshots and we took these 12 together and string them together, they give you a fairly decent picture, a mosaic of how the business performed over that period of time. Usually we look at it in years. I personally look at businesses over quarters um, and especially in the landscape business, I think you should be looking at it seasonally because if you're north and you got a snow and ice season, you know, then you probably have a, a design build season. You have a landscape maintenance uh, season. You might have a turf season. But do what's logical. The idea behind this is I want to know where we are so that I can ask the question, how did we get there? Now, what does the balance statement tell you? Basically three things. What assets do you have? Things that you have that are generating revenue or allow you to generate revenue. Number two are liabilities, and that is basically money you spent that you've incurred to gain those assets so that you can grow the company, operate the business. And then finally, what's left over is equity or the owner's equity. At the end of the month, if you take the assets minus the liabilities, that equals equity. And that is basically what is the company worth at that point in time? And these are three critical things to understand, but they only kind of give you a, a hint. You know, if all you, if all you do is you look at the balance sheet, it's like looking through the keyhole and seeing part of the wall on the opposite side of the room. You cannot guess what's in the room and the balance sheet will only say, okay, I, it tells me for what I can see what I see. Number two is the income statement or better known as the uh, P&L. And what this does is it describes how did we get from November to December. When I look at the numbers over those two balance sheets and I compare month to month or so let's say quarter to quarter, how did we get from one place to another? And that's what the profit and loss statement or income statement does. Okay, it's really critical if you're going to the, uh, the bank to get a loan or you, you're going to get an equipment lease. This is probably what they look at because this really tells them how, uh, uh, you know, basically how profitable are you as a business. If you took on additional risk, how much would that risk add to your liabilities and perhaps uh, now you're no longer profitable. So the income statement is kind of a 10,000 foot explanation of how you went from balance sheet A to balance sheet B. 
The third one is your income uh, cash flow statement, excuse me, or statement of cash flow. And what this does is it's a further drill down. If the income statement is kind of 10,000 feet, a description of how do we get from A to B, this one is more at 1,000 feet to say, all right, here's what's going to happen. Now, uh, there are four parts to this to take a look at. And so if I'm looking at a cash flow statement, understand I want to look at operations, investing, financing, and supporting. So let me describe those. This is the minutiae and the detail. If you don't get an answer from this, you will know what question to ask and where to go look. If you said, how did we get from A to B? Operations addresses the sources of cash. In other words, money's coming in the door, where's it coming from? All right. Investing um, is about what money have you spent, what money have you invested in the business to bring in assets that will allow you to generate more cash. All right. If it's not directly tied to generation of more cash, then it's not going to be in this category. The third one is financing. And in small, most small businesses, you don't see this one show up too often. And what financing means is that in this particular case, you're raising capital by the sale of stock or you're paying out dividends. And so most small business owners, you're not here yet. Now, I would heartily recommend at some point you consider this because if you look at how you should be taking money out of the business, especially if you're going to move away from being a subchapter S because of the changes in the U.S. tax laws and maybe become a chapter C, which is now becoming more attractive, is a lot of business owners will take a reasonable salary but not huge and then they will take a dividend um, either quarterly, bi-yearly or yearly um, on the performance of the company and because it's a capital gains it's taxed at a lower level. But most small businesses there probably will be nothing in this category and then supporting covers all the other transactions that took place that were not about investing back in a company but things you got to pay money for and this would include taxes. And so if you're going to make it, to, if you want to get a picture of how the company's doing, it is the combination of these three that allow you to go from 50,000 feet to 1,000 foot. And my experience is if you had 100 questions about the performance of the company, these three sheets or statements will answer about 95 of them. And the other five, you'll know where to look. So, for example, you've taken on more liabilities than you thought. You can drill down and look at the liabilities and said, you know what? we shouldn't have done that or we overpaid for that or the timing on that acquisition wasn't good. We should have put that off to later in the year. And so that's what those three do for you. And we are constantly going to come back to these and refer back to them through the next 10 shows. Now, let me go back as I promised and let me talk a little bit more about the articles. This is article one. This is the overview. Maybe you're reading it at greenindustrypros.com. Uh, Show number two is going to be the issue about how to stay profitable. And we're going to address the issue of gross margin, gross profit, profit contribution. But basically, you know, this is this is really the issue of you've got to have some margin built into the business that you do in order to, after everything is paid, to have something left over. So how do I start every day? How do I start my month? How do I start my week thinking about profitability of the business? And that, you know, that that sounds like that's easy to do. The reality is that profitability is, is an effect, not a cause. So what are the things I have to attend to so that the end result is that we will be profitable? 
show number three, article three, is going to be on invoicing and accounting. I can't emphasize enough on the accounting piece is get a professional accountant. Get them now. Um, and if you're growing your company and let's say you're at five million, then maybe you want to go beyond an accountant and you want to be taking a look at potentially a comptroller. And you can get people of this caliber at a fractional level because the essence of it is once your books are taken care of and um, Revenue Canada, if you're north of the border, or the IRS, if you're south of the border, are no longer looking for you because you didn't do something correct. You really need somebody for whom you can bounce financial decisions off of and get sound advice, or who can really answer the questions about why aren't we making more money. On the invoicing side, we're going to be talking a lot about AP and AR, accounts payable, accounts receivable. Budgeting, show number four, article four critical, one of the most important ones that we're going to cover. And the reason for that is no company can grow if they cannot put together a budget and stick to it. Most small businesses, because of the way the businesses are run, are in a situation where they are, uh, we would call it budgeting by replacement. Their budgeting model is, I spend money when I have money. And that you, you just can't grow the company because I need to be able to spend money when the opportunity arises that if I spent some money on something, we could really take off. And Stephen Cohen's going to do this section. Stephen, who is not only the president of Remark uh, Consulting Group, he has also owned four, lands four landscape companies, and he understands this very, very well. Show 5, Article 5, is going to be on payment systems. And payment systems is simply how you're collecting your money. Uh, how are you getting the customer to pay? Are you taking credit cards? Are you doing PayPal? Uh, do you have an emergent account, et cetera, et cetera? So what are the pros and cons of that, and what is the smartest way to go? Show 6, Article 6, is going to be get on getting loans, and we're going to divide that into lines of credit, which is more around budgeting and being able to smooth out cash flow as opposed to capital investments, which is the acquisition of stuff, and whether that is buying it or leasing it. Which then gets me to Article 7. We're going to talk about equipment and leasing, and you buy old or you buy new. You lease old, you lease new, and also on the other side of that is how do you get away? How do you get rid of equipment you're no longer using? Uh, and Stephen Cohen's going to be doing that when I'm certain. Uh, <laughs> Article 8 is going to be on taxes. Um, we're going to take two perspectives: one from the continental United States, uh, in, talk, in terms of talking about IRS and changes tax law. We're also going to be talking about taxes from the Canadian perspective. Uh, insurance, Article 9, Show 9, is pretty much as it sounds. What's the type of insurance you have to keep? What makes the most sense? Uh, how to get the best deal? Uh, and that now takes us into the last two shows, which to me are really critical. If I, if I looked at this, I would say Show 2 on profitability, Show 4 on budgeting, Show 10 on forecasting. How do I put together accurate forecasts about how we're going to perform? You cannot forecast if you can't budget. And that, those two go together because then that gives you the ability to have the revenue or resources available when the time comes for the opportunity to be able to jump on it. And it's really critical in the landscaping business because you are so seasonally based. And so uh, the ability to forecast accurately into the future is critical. And when I say into the future, I'm not talking beyond a year. And then the last one, which I think is also critical that goes along with uh, uh, budgeting and forecasting and staying profitable, 
is the issue of real numbers. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to be doing this show. I added this to the list. Um, I'm going to give you my perspective on how do you really determine uh, return on investment. Now, every one of these shows, except for the last one, uh, is based upon feedback that the staff at Green Industry Pros uh, Magazine received from all of its subscribers and members. You said, here's some of the things that we're looking for. And we built this list, so this list is based upon your demand. So one of the philosophies I have, I'm really into the concept of lean. And one of the, one of the issues around lean, whether it, you talk about lean manufacturing or lean processes, is you build nothing on spec. You only build when somebody buys. So it's total pull-based system, uh, kind of like going into a store and the second it, you, know, you buy the item and it's rung up on the cash register, an order's gone in to the manufacturer to make one and then ship it on a certain date so the store can replace it. That's my kind of my thinking there. You know, but all this was based upon your feedback. Now, if you're not a subscriber greener, Green Industry Pros, I heartily recommend that you become a sus, uh, subscriber. You simply got to go to the website, greenindustrypros.com, and you'll see the subscribe button on the, on the top navigation bar. Click it. Also, you're on our SoundCloud page as you're listening to this. And take a look around. We have a lot of shows here. Uh, Greenmark Consulting, which I'm a senior consultant at. We run a number of shows for different publications that we write for in the landscape industry. And then beyond that, you'll also see that we, um, one of the companies that I run, GrowthWorks Media, uh, we do a lot of on-air broadcasting out of uh, Central Virginia. And these shows, although are local in terms of if you listen to the broadcast, you can live stream them. And we got a whole series of shows. You do not have a landscape focus. Their focus is only is completely on running a business, and it doesn't matter what the business is. And I, I get that feedback from some landscape owners as well as people in other industries. And I say, wait a minute. When you think about it, you got to have something to sell. You got to have somebody to sell to. You got to have somebody working in the business to either make it or sell it, or service it. And you got to figure out how to keep money. And so if you think about a business that way, how complicated is it? it all businesses are, are, revolve around those four functions. So with that, thanks for listening. Again, become a member of Green Industry Pros. If you're not already a member, subscribe to the magazine. Uh, take a look around our SoundCloud site and see what we got here. And if you want, every Friday, 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern Time, you can go to... Uh, one of our websites, which is growthradio.biz, growthradio.biz, and catch our radio show live. And if you want to have some fun, dial in. So with that, have a great business week and looking forward to talking to you on the next article, which will be staying profitable.